0: Hello everyone. Welcome to episode five of Internet Marketing. The reason that uh, we're here today is because we are actually going to hear a great story. Um, it's actually the story of how Academy got started, and we have with us Jason Woodford, managing director of Academy of Internet. And there's quite a story behind Academy, isn't there, Jason? I had a little start.
1: Well, I'm, I'm flattered if you think so, but it's been an evolving story over the last over the last uh, four years. Um, basically. Four, four years ago I had just been made redundant by a dot com i just got married and uh, had my first child and had just acquired a beautiful mortgage um, and all of those combined together really focused the mind um, so I, I, I was looking for a job in Sussex and found a company called Academy Internet I joined them as their sales director and uh, two months later the business went bust mm-hmm. and I was left in the lurch yet again Um, I'd been working in London for a long time, and I really couldn't face travelling back up to London, particularly with all my responsibilities at home. Yeah. Um, I looked at the business, and the business was losing money, and that's why it went bust, because it had huge overheads and not enough... Revenue coming through Mm. and um, and so it went bust and after trying to find a buyer for the business with the existing owner I decided to actually buy it myself off the liquidator Which was a super risky thing to do, but at some point in life. You've just got to have confidence. Yes. Yes, and um, I bought bought the business off the liquidator and set it up in new premises um, retained the existing brand name but obviously there's a new company name Academy Learning Limited yeah. um, sitting behind it and, um, and got going that was about four years ago yeah. I started off with my, my brother who just graduated from Exeter University uh-huh. hello Alex out there, I'm sure you're listening um, and, and he helped me to build the business we, we didn't have any assets to start with We had absolutely no cash, Um, my brother's first job. Um, My second um, involvement in running a business, so a little bit of experience, And we just focused on looking at our existing customers, looking at at sales leads that were coming in and selling to them and winning business. Mm -hmm. And over the last four years, the momentum has built up. We've acquired a good team of people now, a lot of robust processes and a business that this year should turn over approximately a million pounds.
0: That's fantastic. So, I mean, when you first were at this company, you you could see it was all going wrong. I mean, were you thinking entrepreneurial thoughts? Were you thinking, I I can take this business forward, or did you just jump on the opportunity?
1: Well, I've spent my life, I'm 36, and I've spent my professional life um, working for other people and seeing how businesses are run, and some of these businesses were particularly successful, Mm -hmm. Um, but I could see that things were not right, we weren't winning enough business, and everything was too expensive when we pitched for it, in terms of the the owner was being quite aggressive with his margins. And I wasn't really having entrepreneurial thoughts at Mm -hmm. the time, but as I said, when I was just made redundant for the second time in a row... It really focuses your mind. That was
0: the motive, yeah. Or, or a motive, presumably. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then it became it became feasible for me. You look at, you know, it's terribly risky starting up a business, Absolutely. as many of, of the people know. Yeah. Um, but you just need to put a plan in place and do the numbers to see whether you think it can make it work. And don't expect to make loads of money in your first year. No. And, um, and just get on with it.
0: There's two, there's two things out there. I mean, what was? Tell us about some of the, hard, the, 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 the really hard things that happened early on, just to inspire us all. Sure. Your, your biggest challenges.
1: <laughs> the biggest challenges. Um, well, there are challenges today. Challenges don't really change. But in, in the early days, we had to establish credibility mm-hmm. um, with customers, including public sector customers, that we could actually deliver on the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really came from case studies. We had to you know, do a great job, get a great case study. Get a testimonial from the customer and represent that back to the customer, but also other customers that are in a similar sector to them. And mm-hmm. um, so, reinforcing and protecting our reputation was extremely important. I also needed to differentiate ourselves against the business that had gone that had gone bust and to explain.
0: Yeah, to I was ex- going to ask. Cause I mean, presumably that that had be, was that a highly visible thing to your clients that was happening or? Is it kind of
1: hidden and it sort of smoothly became... It's, 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 a, it's a good question because it was a key risk in the early days yeah. that this business could be perceived as a Phoenix business. Yes. Um, when, in, in fact, it wasn't. We, we bought the assets off the, off the liquidator. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about actually how you present it. And, in fact, as in all business relationships, it's about the personal relationship that you establish with your customers. Yeah. So we embarked on a, on a fairly personal one-on-one conversations with key customers and key target customers mm-hmm. to explain to them, you know, where, where we come from yeah. and what we expect to do. And
0: what kind of reception did you
1: have? Some just couldn't work with us because of what had happened. But, mm-hmm. but others that knew us and knew our capabilities and knew our own individual skill sets and what we were promising and did stick with us. And mm-hmm. organizations um, who are our customer list today are... are, are uh, in, were inherited from those days.
0: So what would you say in your experience then is the key to success? What, what do you think you've done to make yourself successful specifically?
1: Well, it's, it's important to have a great team around you mm-hmm. and there are members in my team who are better at doing things than I'm at and I, I have absolutely no problem with that and that's exactly how I'd like it. Well,
0: that's the way it should be, shouldn't it, really? It, it is. It's Michael Gerber would say.
1: Well, I hope so. Well, yeah. I hope so, and it's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so, a great team. Also, focus on customer loyalty. There's mm-hmm. lo- loads of businesses out there that just go for new business. Everything's about new business sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. But they forget their existing customers. They're right. very focused on existing customers. We're very interested in retention levels. We're very interested in making sure that that sort of promise that existing customers are 10 times cheaper to retain than it is to win a new business, to make that happen for us. Um, So that's been very critical. We also have established some fairly rigorous processes around what we do Mm -hmm. so that everything that we do is not reinvented every time we redo it. And that way you can become better at what you do which means becoming more efficient, which means earning yeah. more profit.
0: Yeah.
1: We've done a lot of PR, mm-hmm. we've done that ourselves, um, we're now starting to work with a couple of PR agencies, mm-hmm. but we've entered awards, we've won awards, we've come runner-up in awards, but essentially we've got involved,
0: yeah.
1: um, and, and don't be shy to shout about how good you are, because if you don't do it, someone else will be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It has, it's fair to say, though, Andy, that it's not easy to do this. And mm-hmm. I've, I have worked pro, uh, you know, seven, 7 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night is a typical working day. Yeah. And weekends do involve working. And I've got three young kids. Yeah. And I've got a wife. I've mm-hmm. been divorced before. Right. I don't want to get divorced again. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work-life balance that needs to go on. But yeah. it does take a lot of effort. Yeah. But if you focus on the most important things that you can do today and revenue tomorrow mm-hmm. you'll be successful that's
0: a good um, tip have you got any other tips for people like
1: that? There, there are lots of tips and you know, everyone's got some advice to give mm. but if I think back to me and what's helped me become well not me become but Academy Internet develop into what it's developed today mm. it starts off with thinking like a business
0: yeah.
1: you've got to become professional as soon as you possibly can focus on profitability in yeah. everything you do Sometimes we do freebies, sometimes we do favours, but they're calculated freebies and favours yeah. that we think will become into uh, turn into business in time. Mm-hmm. I'd say certainly surround yourself with experts, yeah. whether they work for you or they work with you or they're a partner of yours, mm-hmm. surround yourself with experts. And don't pretend to be an expert if you're not an expert be honest (laughs) absolutely it'll come back to bite you if you don't I've
0: I've learned that one a hard way a few times
1: I think well everyone has and as long as you learn yeah you you won't do it again and that's Mm -hmm. what we've made a few mistakes and we've learned from them yeah that would be another tip learn from your mistakes yeah
0: um don't repeat your mistakes learn from
1: them exactly Um, There are probably three other things that I'd mention. One is to, and I've mentioned this before, but it's about retaining your business. Focus on your existing customers. Don't forget them. Go the extra mile to make sure they're super happy because they will refer you on to other people. Mm -hmm. They'll come back to you and buy again next day. So actually invest effort and time in those. Invest in the training and development of your people. In an SME, even as a one- or two-man band, it's really difficult to find the time or the money to invest in training for your, for your people. Mm-hmm. But we, we've invested a hell of a lot in our people. Everyone's got a, a personal development plan. So we have people who are training to be Google-certified professionals, oh, those right. professionals, others who are training to be an e-learning consultants, and mm-hmm. we're paying for them yeah. to attend formal training programs to achieve those professional qualifications. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, of, lot in it for the individuals because they're, they're going to become better qualified and more able to earn a better salary and potentially to leave Academy Internet. And yeah. it's my job to make sure they stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but by doing that... so we have
0: got bars on the windows here.
1: <laughs> well, there are psychological bars oh, okay. yeah, that they don't want to get out of. Right. Um, well, I hope so. And um, I mean, it's important for us to retain our people like it is to retain our staff because we're Absolutely. spending a lot of money yeah. on, on, on the training of our people. Yeah. The, the last thing really is, is about processes. And processes sounds so incredibly boring, mm-hmm. but it's so incredibly important. Yeah. Because if you don't document your processes, even though it might be in your mind, it's, it's not... It's not easily understood by someone else who's got to replicate that process within the team. Yes. So we, we talk about constantly innovating those processes, mm-hmm. so that they're written down. And the next time we kick off a project, we pull out the last time we the process for the last time we kicked off the project. Yeah. Go through that process again and see how we can optimize it, make yes. it more efficient, save some time, save some money.
0: One question I wanted to ask you is: Is how long have you been sort of passionate about internet
1: marketing? Okay. Well, it goes, goes back a few years, and it actually goes into a completely different space from internet marketing, mm-hmm. where I used to, I, I, I'm, I'm a marketer by training, I did economics and politics at Leeds Poly, um, and I've also got accountancy qualifications, and I did all of that whilst I worked for, in the construction industry, I was on a management training scheme with George Wimpey, I went and joined Tarmac after that. Yeah. Joined the strategy team, joined Carillion, and at Carillion and Tarmac, we set up our first ever website, mm-hmm. which was done by a London agency that I won't name, but that charged us over 120k for a website that today would cost £10,000. Wow. And that, that immediately got me interested. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how did those guys <laughs> manage to justify that sort of rate?
0: Was this at the beginning of the internet? Is this the, the, the dinosaur and volcano days of, of computing? When was this, roughly, did you say?
1: I think this might have been the mid Cretaceous period.
0: Mid Cretaceous? (laughs) The 80s? Yeah, Yeah, it was um, 1999. Uh,
1: Oh, right, okay,
0: slightly later than I thought, okay. Mid Permian, probably then.
1: Yes, probably. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that yeah, and uh, give you the correct date for that. Okay. might have been 1990. Right. It's, it's a pity how, how fast <laughs> time flies. It's only nine years. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know. Of course, in the
0: computer world, that's a, that's a whole millennium, isn't
1: it? it? could be. Yeah. But um, anyway, back, back then, I was a marketer in construction, and marketing in construction is a tough job, mm-hmm. and you don't get huge budgets. It's not particularly innovative, but it's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed, from a career perspective, to get out of construction. But all my career had been spent in construction, so it was going to be really difficult. Yeah. And I joined the dot-com yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, craze and joined a company called Build Online, which mm-hmm. raised £45 million pounds in venture capital cash. Yeah. And I learned my internet marketing there, working for a couple of fairly inspirational consultants. Um, and lasted there for about three years. We built a huge e-newsletter database database yeah. um, built a professional website w- with them um, and uh, and establish the business and, and the brand in the construction sector but as a dot-com mm-hmm. and I really needed to so I really needed to develop their skills as an internet marketer mm-hmm. and this this was in the in the early 2000s and um, and from, from there, that's where, I, that's where I got interested in, in internet marketing. Right. And I was determined to see how I could possibly do it myself, um, which, is, which is what I did when I went to look for a kind of internet.
0: Right. What would you say, are the, 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 because it's a rapidly changing uh, technology, what would you say are the biggest changes we've seen in the last couple, three years, the most significant changes?
1: Well, I think the, the power for a small business to have as big a voice online as the large businesses, yeah. and particularly particularly a more persuasive voice given their natural skills and ability to be fleet-footed compared to the big businesses. Yeah. So it's power to the people online. And the big thing that's coming through, which I think is gonna make a big difference to how people market and, and operate online, is the growth of, uh, of online communities. Right. Communities of practice where where, which is similar to you know, podcasting is related to that yeah. uh, about building areas online where people of similar interests can network and communicate and share knowledge um, and that provides a community for organisations to promote themselves to that community in a very relevant way
0: yes
1: And we're already involved in a few community-type projects. In fact, our new website that will be built for ourselves um, over the next couple of months will incorporate community aspects. Mm -hmm. It's sort of Internet 2.0. Right, yeah. And uh, that's coming right now, and things are changing.
0: Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you very much for that. That's, That's a fascinating story. Now, you've got something else to say, haven't you?
1: Well, well, I have, and it's, it's really to the audience. We're a growing business, um, growing at 50%, 60% a year, and I'm interested in meeting either internet marketing entrepreneurs who've had a business or are starting a business who want to maybe merge with another business. Um, I want them to contact me. Mm-hmm. Um, and equally, other people who are internet marketing specialists in SEO and pay-per-click in analytics and web design, project management, we're always interested in finding out about good, talented staff. Mm-hmm. Um, they should contact us through our, through our uh, internet site, obviously, in, or uh, through email info at inter- academyinternet.com. So that's
0: info at academyinternet.com. That's right. And the website is www.academyinternet.com. Okay, fantastic. Well, I would say something as well. I would, I would really uh, encourage people to, to subscribe to the podcast. I mean, you might be just, just listening to this because you've downloaded it. Or an even better way to listen is actually to subscribe. And that's quite easy. If you go into iTunes and just go to the, to the online directory there and go to the podcast section of that directory and just search for Internet Marketing. and The title of our podcast is Internet Marketing, Insider Tips and Techniques on Online Marketing. And just press the subscribe button and it will be delivered automatically straight to your earbuds or your iPod. So, now I believe, Jason, that next week, Daniel is back.
1: He should be. Uh, Daniel's been on holiday in Las Vegas. And um, will be eager to earn some money. So so he'll be... <laughs> he spend all his
0: money in Vegas, has he?
1: I, I suspect so. Ah, okay. But he'll be surely fired up with some American ideas. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be talking about email marketing.
0: I think he is. I think he did mention that. And we look forward very much to that. Because that's a very, very powerful subject. An interesting subject. So that's it for this week, folks. So tune in next week. Thank you very much for listening. Have a fantastic week. Sorry we're slightly late with the podcast this week. But we'll be back on track next week with Daniel. Have a great week. Internet marketing was brought to you by SummitSolutions.co.uk.